0: You're back to another episode of PT Meal Podcast, a buffet of play, therapies, movement, exercises, activities, and leisure, all packed in a hearty conversation of physical therapy, profession, and practice. I am Johan, your host. Welcome back to the show. So for this episode, we are um, wrapping up the past uh, season or batches of uh, conversation and uh, in this episode, we are or you are gonna hear about some of the highlights of those past conversations that we had. So, first thing that you're gonna hear is Jenny Youssef discussing how she educates her patient about the normal normal parts of aging. Kaylee Dayton, a uh, nurse practitioner, describes the role of physical therapists in early mobility based on her experience in the ICU. Camille Alcariza and uh, Daryl Marcello shared some tips for starting uh, your journey to financial independence. Reina Nakahata answered the questions about uh, answered the question about the average physiotherapy salary in Canada. Luis Clauda and Archel Chaseco detailed the importance of collaboration in the neurorehabilitation process. And lastly. Jasmine Segera recounted her study habits, study habits and preparation for the physical therapist licensure exam that made her a top notcher. Okay, so um, again thank you for those who have uh, listened to the past episodes and hopefully if you haven't heard them this episode would, you know, spark that interest in, in going back to those episodes and listening to the whole conversation. Again, uh, to so make sure to follow us in our in our social media to keep yourself uh, uh, updated. We're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. If uh, you find any of the episodes helpful and valuable for you, please don't hesitate to screenshot the episode and tag us, PT Meal Podcast. Um, I would love to know who's listening and watching the podcast. Most and most importantly, if you have any topic you want me to have or uh, talk about or any physical therapist that you look up to and want to be in the show please let me know and uh, I'll reach out to them and invite them in the podcast my email address is podcast at gmail.com or you can send me a private message in our in in, in the social media of the, uh, the podcast again PT podcast. so yeah I I, I I always I always reply but not fast enough because of the time difference if, if we're not, you know, in, in the, si- the same or close time zone. But I always reply as much as I can and, and try to help out, you know, in any questions that you have. All right, let's uh, listen to the uh, highlights of season nine. For you, when you teach your patients what uh normal part of aging is, what do you say to them?
1: Yeah, so aging is a normal process. It is like a development Or there are stages, you know. Mm-hmm. So I always incorporate them, there is some normal, um, some changes. Because our life, our body is changing, especially our, our let's say, musculoskeletal, our strength. Mm-hmm. You can be a little bit slow in your walking. You can a little bit stiff in some ways. And your heart and vessels a little bit, but that's the goal. Is like you need to always think that it should be in a process. Mm -hmm. It's not on. You can say that in after three years, I have I am a little bit slower. So Mm -hmm. that's an aging. But if you're saying that uh, last week I was able to do this. And I cannot do it now, this week. So that's not normal, you know? Mm-hmm. So aging should be a slow process. And then we can always say that aging should be in a different level. They said they have five stages, like independence, inter-independence, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then later on, it's a process like you are going to change slowly. But false is not a normal uh, part of aging. And I, that's what I always say to them. And dementia is not a normal part of aging. Mm. Hearing loss, you will say, oh, it's Mm. normal because Mm. I I am old already, so I can... There will be um, increase of hearing deficits, visual deficits, slowly, so as time passes by. And Mm. those changes, especially in our body, in the strength, even the graying of hair, you know? Mm. So some of those are like, it depends on the lifestyle of the person, it depends on their genetics, so their genes and also those your body itself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Age they keep saying right. Age is just a number. If right. we keep as saying shout out to also our Dustin Jones old not weak or like that. So we need to have these changes that when you say age, you should be old. No, mm-hmm. aging is is not always like that, and we need to prevent these ages and things like that. So yeah. we need to um, adapt in these things. We always need to break that these things. What I've said: falls, dementia, things like that. Those are not a normal part of aging. So yeah. we need to know. Hearing, um, let's say the eyes. It can be blurred in some ways because yeah. of our, um, also the, even the presbycusis, the hearing <laughs> deficits, things like that. So we can be slowed. So that's the reason why we incorporate geriatric physical therapy. We always educate our clients to go to their to your physical therapists, And we always educate them that this is not normal and you can improve that. You are aware, Johan, that there are 75-year-olds um, in the marathon. We have a weight lifter in those ages with older adults, so Mm -hmm. it can be changed, you know, Mm -hmm. with proper education and um, amplification that this Mm exists.
0: Yeah. I agree, I agree. Um, When I was doing home health back in the East Coast, I would see uh, patients that are independent to their 90s, and it only took one fall for them to, you know, be dependent. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so... I mean, as you were saying, age is just a number and people can be independent up to that age without, yeah. you know, without any assistive device, without any support from anyone. So as you mentioned that false um, is not it's not a normal part of aging. These yeah. are uh, things that can be prevented with the help of, you know, um, being active, physical activity and your physical therapists. So even if, you know, even before getting that accident or that incident, uh, it, it's, it would be beneficial for an older adult to see a physical therapist, just to see what aspects of function, you know, they can improve on, just to help. At least lessen those risks. We can't really like say that you know <laughs> eliminate the risk, but at least yes. lessen mm-hmm. those risks.
1: Decrease the mm-hmm. risk of falls. So yeah. it is preventable falls is um, preventable. We can we have lots of resources from CDC, the mm-hmm. study guide. So even dementia can so um, dementia is the disease already. Mm-hmm. So it is the condition. So it's not compared like you're being forgetful there's a gray area that if you forget your keys and then you just forget something but it's, it's normal but having dementia which you're affected your function mm. you're unable to um, process your balance accounts mm. things like that unable to drive unable mm. to do your daily living so that is not uh, already so those are you have some of it that right. needs to be Deal. So, but something like you forgot. And intentional, let say, I just want to forget you So, that's different, right? So, mm-hmm. that's intentional. So, yeah. something like that, we need to learn about those things.
0: That's true. Because since dementia, the term dementia has been popular nowadays, it's been thrown around already like, oh, I already have dementia. I mean, people should distinguish senility from, I mean, dementia being senile. It, it sometimes, you know, it kind uh it, it's something like that you you forget things that you know you forget your car keys are, are yet yeah. so it's intermittent it's not like regular and it's not worsening so dementia is you, you for also forget you know some executive function there so yeah for, for you what are the significant roles of physical therapists in in the ICU for, their, for the patients
3: I mean, who the value, the importance of being able to sit up, hold your head up, walk, um, breathe independently. I didn't understand. Um, you know, now we know that sitting up and moving improves lung aeration and secretion mobilization. Didn't understand that as a nurse, but physical therapists do. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're the ones that are making sure that we're treat that while we're treating these acute processes, that we're not creating more chronic problems.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, they're the ones making sure that once the lungs are healed, that the rest of the body is ready to do the breathing and, the, and to make sure that they can actually resume their lives. I, I just have learned so much from physical therapists, how they, they see, and I know these patients as, as humans. I remember, um, we had a COVID patient that just was pretty despondent, didn't want to do anything. And I saw physical therapy going with a bedpan and a cane. And I was like, what are, what are you doing there? And she's like, we're going to play golf. I learned from the family that he likes to golf. So we're going to golf with a bedpan and cane. And that's how she got him to stand for like 20 minutes and golf and actually engage. They're the cheerleaders. They bring morale. These patients are looking at the same wall for days and they can feel really helpless. I mean, they're just stuck in that room. Their lives are on the line. But when they work with physical therapy, they feel human again. They connect. They feel like they're actually engaging in their care and they're making progress. Um, physical therapy, therapy comes in and says, what song do you want to listen to when we walk? You know, they, they bring in so much humanity into the ICU um, that doesn't exist when patients are just sedated, flaccid zombies in the bed. Um, and they're the ones that make it possible for page- patients to actually get off the ventilator and walk out the doors and resume their lives. And that's the focus that they have that I think the rest of the team doesn't always have because we're you know, we're trying to fix a kidney or a liver or treat an infection, but physical therapists are the ones saying, "Hey, you know, this is a human. They have a life to get back to. You. Let's make sure we give them a life worth living while we're saving them, saving their lives." Right.
0: So, how do how does a, a physical therapist work with you and the, the team in, in the ICU? How's the dynamics there? The, do the the physical therapists tell you oh, we're we're planning to? see this patient at this time is this a good time for him to get off sedation or something like that
3: yeah that totally depends on the team and mm-hmm. and you know in this way can walk next to you patients aren't sedated oh so yeah so, uh, so um but it is important to coordinate around procedures tests mm-hmm. things that are going on um to facilitate ambulating all of our patients three times a day it takes a lot of collaboration. So um, at the beginning of the shift, the nurses have a powwow and they say, okay, so-and-so has an MRI, so-and-so has um, this procedure. They, you know, they coordinate and they say, who's going to go first? Who's going to walk first? A lot of times they, nurses already have their patients up in a chair um, and everyone just kind of jumps in and helps. So that culture makes it so much easier for physical therapy to just come in and get their job done. As a nurse practitioner, Um, The physical therapist comes and gives me a report on everyone Mm -hmm. tells me how far they walked if they saw any changes they do assessments that my 10 minutes in the room I wouldn't have noticed these early signs of delirium, or questionable stroke. Mm -hmm. Um, They do a lot of engagement with with all parts of the team and I definitely listen to any concern they have any idea they have. Um, I value their input so much because I know so deeply these, these patients and they're assessing them the whole time. And so they have a close bond with the respiratory therapist and the nurses, and they, they coordinate when they're going to walk, how to make it happen. Um, and, and we think about, I think we think about walking patients on ventilators as requiring like eight people and lifts and this huge effort. The difference is, and you'll, this will be done to you. Um, but not necessarily to nurses all the time is that when you walk a patient a few hours after intubation, they don't become a huge fall risk. Mm. You're not having to like lift them out of bed. They flip themselves out of bed and get up and you're just basically holding the tubes. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's really not so dangerous or technical. Uh So in the evenings, it's actually the nurses and respiratory therapists walking the patients, even Uh when physical therapy isn't there. Um, but you really see like the intricate skill level when you do have patients coming from an outside facility that have been sedated for a week or two and they still get them up and they, they hustle them even on high ventilator settings. It that's, I I just, my jaw always drops. I'm like, how did you get that super weak patient walking 200 feet within the last three days? Like, how did you do that? I mean, that is magic. You guys are experts in this. Um, But it's because they've really, built this relationship of trust, education, sharing information, mutual support with each member of their team.
2: So aside from psyching
0: your mind or, and you know uh, thinking of your why sa, sa pag-start ng journey, ano pa yung ibang steps or tips that you can give to someone who's listening na probably baka gusto nilang simulan? Or they're considering to do this journey, the the fire fire
4: journey. Siguro, um, first step is to to see where you are,
2: mm-hmm. where
4: you are in the present. Yeah. Kung gusto pursue, so you have to know your network. Mm-hmm. So.
5: Sabi nga ni Vicky Robin, you have to shame yourself first.
4: Shame
0: yourself.
5: Oh, because you <laughs> have to face the reality now. Hindi, eh, eh, wala lang yan. Wala lang Pero pag nakakita mo pala sa spreadsheet, pag inexcel mo na lahat, pag trainak mo na lahat, hala, ito lang yung kita ko. Pero bakit ganito yung expenses ko? You have to have that, ano lang, talagang realization para bang, na...
4: Come to Jesus para come-to-Jesus
5: moment um, na... What am I doing with my life? Yes, I'm still young. I'm still, I'm very, ano na ako, very, ano, uh, yung career pa talaga nagpo-progress. So, I don't think I I, I need to worry about money. Pero... Kailangan mo lang siya upuan at kailangan mo yeah. lang
4: ano. Know the network and then uh, compute. At uh, I, I think very important yung budget. Oh, budget. Sa iba, tinatawag nila na may mga bloggers na tinatawag na conscious spending plan. Conscious spending plan. Kasi, so, kasi sa iba, medyo masakit yung budget eh. para
6: Conscious spending. Pares <laughs> lang <laughs> yan. Parang
4: limiting. Oh. Pero uh, you have to track because what can, what cannot be measured cannot be improved. Mm-hmm. Ginagawa din natin yan sa, sa PT. Kaya yeah. yeah. kami mga taon eh, right. so, so ka lang, i-measure mo kung ano yung pumapasok, lumalabas how much you are saving. Then from there, I think the next, the logical step is to put uh, uh, a decent enough margin. Kung baga, em- emergency savings. Mm-mm. Para meron ka bang, para magkaroon ka ng power, or freedom, or option na kung meron kang trabaho na hindi gusto hindi talaga para sa you you're stressed out you can say no because you know that you have an emergency cushion if mm-hmm. you have right right alright good 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 tips tapos so, uh, start
5: pag open ng mga investment account
0: like
5: ini mm-hmm. tng start kami aside sa 401s orot yung wealth front parang automatic, robo siya eh. So, robo investing. Uh-huh. So, kahit maglagay ka lang ng kaunti doon, tapos paunti-unti, eh, mag-save ka ng portion of your money and eh, ang income mo doon, mm-hmm. tapos si automatic mo lang. Sa amin, lahat automatic.
2: Mm-hmm. So, yun,
5: lahat ng investments automatic. If we're planning to save for our new, uh, for a real estate ulit, na uh, bagong property na bibilin, automatic yun. Mm-hmm. So, like sa amin, mag-asabok kami, diba. ba? hindi hindi join lahat ng ano namin. So, meron akong basket. May basket siya. Hindi ba kami kaming... join
4: ng, uh, ng, ng fund, ng pera? Mm-hmm. Hindi na binig...
5: So, may basket kaming isa na doon namin nilalagay lahat ng pang-invest namin. Mm-hmm. Ganon. So, mm-hmm. depende sa ano, kung paano niyong gagawin. Pero it's it's a tip for... Para kasi hindi maging problem din yung money sa mga couples din.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Itong lahat ni-research nyo Or did you um hire a financial advisor or lahat na do
4: it yourself self research mga ra- ginagawa niyo mostly do it yourself mm-hmm. um kagay ni be- 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 research namin tapos mm-hmm. usually tina-try namin muna muna in small increments yung na- natututunan na namin mm-hmm. and then eventually pag nakita namin na nagwo-work then we apply it
5: pag hindi yeah,
4: pag hindi we discard it um mm-hmm. ang ang Ma-apply namin yan talaga sa real estate eh, Kasi oh. gusto namin matuto talaga sa real estate investing kasi isa sa good passive income para mm-hmm. mas kami in the future. Mm-hmm. So, nag-assign kami ba ng fund na parang o oh, sige, ipuos natin itong fund na to para
5: school namin na ng real estate. Kasi iba yung naririnig mo lang, natutunan mo lang, iba pagka, ina-application mo lang. Tama. <laughs> so parang kami, o oh, sige, ito yung school naman. Napakamahal naman ang school na ito. Pero sige, ba <laughs> pati. <para laughs> <laughs> Tama sa'yo. So, sa yun. Kaya,
4: bumili nga kami ng bahay. Uh. So
5: syempre, may mga challenges to. Hindi naman lahat mag-work. Hindi lahat talagang kukuha ka lang ng kukuha, kukubra mm-hmm. ka lang, nakukubra ng pera. Hindi. Mm-hmm. So, kailangan, kung mag, nagbabala ka din ng real estate, meron karing fund for that. Mm-hmm. na hindi na apektuhan yung personal. Yeah, ano.
4: that's the that's the big thing. Kasi merong ang ginawa namin with this um uh, with this real estate education is <laughs> naga uh, meron kaming fund that if if ever na magfail man, hopefully mm-hmm. ho, uh fortunately hindi pa naman nagfail is <laughs> yes, hindi hindi kami ba maaapektuhan.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Right, right. So anyone who's interested to uh, to to get into this fire movement or journey
0: can can research on things and look into himself or herself kung kung ano ba talaga, kung bagay talaga sa kanila yung ganitong -hmm.
2: lifestyle. Usually
4: kami, ang kinoconsume namin is um, financial independence na podcast. Ang usually, um, ang first na podcast na pinakinggan ko is How To Money podcast. And then from there, na-discover ko na yung mga ibang podcast, Choose F.I. podcast. Hmm. That's mad fine usually pag nag pag nakakita ka ng isa tapos talagang interested ka mara-rabbit hole ka talaga uh-huh. hindi mo alam
0: din naton kung saan ka we'll get lost na talaga yung mga suggestions after eh no? may merong
4: mga yeah. podcast na suggestions kasi, after kasi ma ma, ma- realize mo na ah pwedeng ko nga i-apply 'yun ah tingnan ko nga kung ako i-apply ko oh tama no. na oh sinabi nito minsan may mga conflicting i mo na yung isa kasi hmm. iba mo na yung kabilang mm-hmm. so just this do your research uh we, we 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 rarely do everything that one one financial independence uh, blogger oh, okay. advises it's usually a mix so, yeah. same
5: goes uh, no, sa mga libro. when you read the book or uh, pag nagbabasa ka hindi naman lahat na nakasulat di nisisundin mo lahat diba you just choose whatever will i will help yeah. you sa sa life mo mm-hmm. so ganun right. lang din po na papakinggan namin kung ano lang yung mga tingin naman ha try natin to okay
2: mm-hmm. hindi
5: lahat so pipiliin mo lang <laughs>
0: Talking about the cost earlier, what's the average salary of a physiotherapist in Canada?
7: um If you start off as an um resident physio mm-hmm. and then you work in a private clinic, it goes around in so Ontario it can be like around thirty to thirty five Canadian dollars per hour and then it goes higher. The farther you are, or sa mas liblib ka na lugar, the higher your sweldo can be. So the highest I've heard is like, if you go to Northern Ontario, where wala nang tao, so hindi ko alam kung nila doon, you can go as high as $60, $70 per hour. Um, mm, not bad. That's a yeah. private
0: practice. I'll yeah. it.
7: Yep. And mm. then, it's higher... I guess it's higher than in hospitals, because plus you you get more benefits when you work in the hospitals anyway, and mm-hmm. then you can get like mga um uh, thirty five to 40, 45 pagka ano um independent physio pa Hmm. Thirty to
0: forty five. Thirty is uh twenty three dollars U S dollars and forty five. Canadian dollars is thirty-five US dollars for private practice. Yeah, but if you're the higher range, would be seventy Canadian dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. fifty-five USD. That's okay, no, naman.
7: May ano lang, she pre- very constraints lang kasi yes, Canada. It's so ah. cold over there. So I don't know hindi ko like hindi just viable sa akin yung ganong katas na sweldo and then ganun yung living temperature ko. Like <laughs> okay na ako dito.
0: Pero <laughs> how's the cost of living naman diyan? Eh, eh ma- malaki ba or kaya um, naman with, a, with, a physio, with a uh, the with the with the physiotherapy, that sweldo?
6: kaya kaya, wow. kaya
7: talaga pero um, siguro um, province ano din mas mahal sa west coast compare sa amin so i always I, I don't drive pero lagi akong aware sa gas prices because of kung bakit and then um, sa sa west coast it goes yung yung gas nila don siguro nasa 1$ and 50 1$ 60 ganoon and then one dollar per ano ba Di ko alam. basta nasa ganun <laughs> and then sa amin naman nasa one $1.30, one dollar and thirty one one dollar thirty five basta mababa kong sa kanila that's why I always ask my friend kasi yung yung close friend ko nandun siya I always ask him kung like do you have plans on like driving car over there kasi grabe yung gas nyo hindi makatarungan <laughs>
0: ah per liter
7: okay, ayong so palay yun.
0: Okay. Sabi ko, One dollar la, tapos kami no, four dollars
7: <laughs> so yung palab per liter
0: per liter sa amin kasi per gallon so sa amin okay. four, four four dollars per gallon four, four <laughs> almost five na dito sa amin per gallon <laughs> nagulat mo na ako, ang mura naman niliwa ako ja
7: okay come here
0: before so... kasi nung nasa um, Maryland ako sa East Coast pagka ko dito the gas prices there was uh, uh, parang around $1 $1.80 cents para do mm. 1.99 lang per 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 gallon na yon ha oh um, like
7: mas mura five... pala doon lipat tayo doon <laughs> oh, mas,
0: mas mura sa amin <laughs> oh. <laughs> pero nagmamahal na siya ngayon near $4 well dito sa California kasi mahal $4 dito
7: eh yeah and it's I guess it's always like that, na um, the places where mas okay yung temperature, mas mahal yung living cost doon. Oh. Kung pera, kasi kunwari Alberta sa amin, um, it's a it's a it's an okay province. Pero mm. everything about there is cheaper. Um, tuition fee is cheaper. Taxes is cheaper over there. Gases is cheaper. So mm. I guess kasi mas malala din yung weather conditions ng condition. mandela yeah so when they say na um winter in Canada lasts for about like more than a year mm-hmm. totoo ayon magsa summer ah, lang yun. siguro na mga two three months summer and then afternoon winter na lahat ganon
0: mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so kama hili ka sa malamig jan ka Don't
6: yes <laughs> dito ka welcome <laughs> <laughs> so
0: y- yun sir um, we we heard um mom Arsha that she you know you collaborate you you talked and, and uh made a plan which is tailor made for you and how how important was that that she talked to you about your goal? She talked to you about um what you want at the end of the, the rehabilitation and and how did that you know affect your motivation as well? So first question would be how important was it was it for you that she was you know able to consider what your goal was and also how did that motivate you in reach, reaching those goals
8: okay um first of all when we started she told me you just have to trust the process and that got stuck in my head so yeah I basically basically just trust the process. Um, What motivated me is how she dealt with me. I mean, how she's um, dealing with me, actually. Um, The way she deals with her patient, I mean, she goes along with the character of the patient. Mm -hmm. That's that's hard. Mm -hmm. That's not easy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The patient is, I mean... Should I say crazy? I mean, she's gonna be crazy too. She's she's gonna act crazy too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you jump, I jump kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Good. And um, the way she um did the process, it's very impressive. So, I mean, she didn't do the process. She didn't give me any any programs that that's not gonna fit me or that's not that that I that, that I cannot do.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: That's why um. I'm really impressed about the way she makes a program. And every time, every time she sees me, she, up, she updates the program, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she changes the program mm-hmm. to suit my, to suit my, um, my needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. In, in the universe, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, Bob. Bob.
6: Uh, Maya also uh, thank you for that about well, sweet mo kayo na hindi <laughs> kaganyan. <laughs> <laughs> Actually we, do, we just we really so sobrang tagal na namin In fact um I met when, we, when we before we started the program one of the challenges I gave him was that um kasi nga walking yung problema namin initially. Sabi ko certain sa I'll be married soon and can I can I invite you as one of my godfather Kasi ang ultimate goal namin, other than him cycling, is to walk down the aisle as one of my nino. <laughs> 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 at least, know, my goal. So, unfortunately, because of pandemic, hindi siya naka-attend. <laughs> kasi nga, that time, that time, nagkaroon ng COVID surge, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, anyway, um, yun, um, you really, ako, as, as his P.E., I'm really blessed kasi nga we bonded Ayan, nasasakyan niya yung mga jokes namin ng na isa't isa. So yun lang na, kailangan ko rin maging crazy kasi super crazy talaga si Sir <laughs>
8: Easily
6: got... Uh, yeah, oh. <laughs> and easily gets bored. Yeah, uh-huh. that's the thing about Sir Teni. He easily gets bored. That's why we have to Constantly change the program and all, but then there's one thing that he really hated when we had his therapy, and that's the treatment for his hand, the constraint induced movement therapy. So all right, ginawa yung CIMP sa because that time he has a caregiver, and I took advantage of it. Because um, babanta, mm-hmm. that program cannot be applied to everyone. Because um, it has to be constantly monitored. So mm-hmm. I think that part of the recovery. <laughs> Yan yung nainis siya nang <laughs> sobra. <laughs> pero yeah, yeah pero um, I think ha nakatulong ng sobra kasi look at your left hand, kita mo doon <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. so, yung last analysis. Natin meron yang mga abnormal cell, the typical stroke, the mm-hmm. typical presentation of stroke pero ngayon nananampal na yan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> May <pre>, my fine <laughs> prehensions na. <then.
6: laughs> <laughs> 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 Oh, I then cannot then
8: that... let go of the gas of water. If they ask for it, I cannot let go. of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pero mayroon ah. na din mo nakakasuntok na siya.
2: <laughs> yes. Tell us,
0: how did you prepare for the exam? At um, tignan natin, uh, pagsapasiguro natin yung ano mo, ano yung ginawa mo to reach that certain level of bigyan pa uh top one top nature ano yung mga um sorry preparations mo study habits siguro
9: um for me nakatulong talaga sa akin yung mga review centers so mm-hmm. uh, sinundan ko lang talaga yung flow nila ko ano yung lecture for the day and mm-hmm. i take yung pre and post quizzes nila pero <laughs> since kami ay yung batch na tinamaan ng pandemic Tas three board exam posponents pa yari. Mas marami talaga akong time na review noon kasi nakailang batch ako na review center noon parang more than a year kasi ako nakakapag-review eh. So every cancellation, we would take naman yung mga study breaks, afternoon, uh another study schedule na naman parang refresh na naman. So it was really exhausting then kasi talaga mentally tiring din kasi lalo na lockdown uh, we didn't have much freedom to unwind during that time. And uh, for my study habits, I guess, lagia kung magawana schedule ko, parang paiba iba siya, yung binagawa kung timeline for the day. Kung ano hours sa mga um, how many hours ilala ka for studying, then ano hours sa mga So, depending na lang, talaga siguro yun sa yung uh, mas na nakakaaral ka ng gabi or morning. Kasi for me, I study late at night. So, guro binago ko lang yun noong uh, board exam na. Kasi maaga yung exam. So, tinry ko mag-aral na in the morning para hindi ako makatuloy.
0: Uh-huh. I see. So, ito ginawa mo, simula palang preparation for the supposedly first na, na exam pa lang dapat na schedule bago mapaspoon. Tapos inulit-ulit mo lang siya kada, kada repeat.
9: Mm, Noong una po, yun yung talaga yung pinakamasipag ko na batch, yung first. Tapos yung second, medyo pa, pa patamad na ng patong. Pero yun nga, <laughs> uh, kaya naman. Kasi uh-huh. after, haba tumatagal naman, parang medyo na, na ma-memorize mo na siya kasi parang paulit ulit lang din naman yung inaaral.
0: Sabi nga, repetition is really good for uh, mm-hmm. for recall. um Yung study habit mo, is it the same as when you were a student? Or parang nagrev up kala ng study habits when you when you uh were preparing for your licensure exam.
9: Uh no student kasi ako medyo medyo book based pa ako no student ako. Mailig talaga ako yung mga nagbabasa ng libro, yung mga hina-highlight ko talaga yung mga uh-huh. libro. Noong nag uh, board exam na ako, noong unang batch talaga originally, ang bala ko is wit ngayon sa review center na lang talaga. Mm-hmm. Pero yun nga kasi matagal naka-type naka, ako nang time na mag magbasa ng onting books. Pero siguro ang suggestion ko, kasi hindi naman lahat na mag-board exam, katulad namin, siguro na one year ang preparation. Siguro right. talagang, ano na lang, sa Review Center, kasi five years mo naman siya le eh. So, hmm. tiwala ka na lang na maalala mo talaga yung mga inaral mo before.
0: Um, so, aside from the Review Center's material, did you uh, use any other study materials or review materials during your preparation?
9: Um, nung nag-review kasi ako, um, pinaka-lagi ko talaga yung ginagamit is yung flashcards. Lalo na yung mm-hmm. app. Yung Anki na app. I don't know if alam nung iba yon. Pero meron siya sa mobile phone mo or sa laptop mo na app eh. So, if kunyari, alis ka, nag-guilty ka, hindi ka nag-aaral sa labas or ganun. So, pwede mo mag-flashcards, flashcards ka lang. Kasi dun ko nilalagay yung mga uh, pre- and post-quizzes na question ng Review Center. And yung mga book review questions, yung mga gails, yung mga, yung mga sikat na book review questions ng uh, physical therapy, doon ko siya nilagay lahat. So, every time na magpa-flashcards ako, pipili lang ako kung anong book review gusto kong aralin for the day. And what I like about it, kasi pwede siyang ma-adjust na uh, pag lagi mo siyang nasasagot na tama, mas less siyang magpapakita. And pag lagi mo siyang nag- nakakamali, mas more until Master So yun yung, uh, ko. and like, refresh
0: Okay, and there you have it. Uh, those are the highlights of the past regular episodes or conversations that we had in the past uh, batch of uh, conversations that I had with my guests. I also did two episodes uh, regarding our uh, reflections on the uh, recently concluded APTA CSM or Combined Sections meeting. One is a solo podcast and the other one with um, with Maria Aguila, where we talked about some of our experiences in uh, the past CSM and the current, well, the recent uh, CSM. And if you haven't listened to the the new um, segment that we did with uh, what do you call this, <laughs> with the Philippine Journal of Physical Therapy, the segment is entitled "Behind the Research," where uh, I talk to authors of the recent of recent published articles in the Philippine Journal of Physical Therapy and really dive into the context and the results and the implications of their studies. And if you haven't um, Listen to that or watch that. you can still catch it. you know it's always in the podcast in Spotify, Apple, Google and wherever you're consuming your podcast and it's also in YouTube if you want to watch the authors and, and me talk about those topics. So thank you again for support your support and uh, looking forward to hearing from you and uh, your feedback and hope to see you or hear you for um, in our next batches of conversation in PT Meal Podcast. Bye. Thank you for listening to PT Meal Podcast. If you like the show and want to support it, please follow the podcast's social media accounts in Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Share the episodes you're listening to or episodes you love to listen to so that the message can reach more people. Also, if you have anything to share with everyone about the profession or your practice, do contact me and we can work something out. If you have any suggestions, feedbacks, questions about the show or the guests uh, of the show, you can reach me through all the podcasts, social media accounts or through the website www.ptmealpodcast.com or through email at ptmealpodcast at gmail.com. Alright, looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Just a reminder folks, the podcast is intended for educational and informational purposes only. The show strives to keep all information true and correct, but humans sometimes make mistakes factual errors may be present so we encourage the listeners to do their own research on the featured topics as well now let's go back to the show